Do you have a service-based business that was affected greatly from COVID this year? I bring on Nicole Fenston, owner of Princess Party Pals in Minnesota, to talk about how she adapted her business to FaceTime. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's video. I have a guest on all the way from Minnesota. Do you want to introduce yourself, Nicole? Sure, I will. Thanks for having me, Kate. I'm Nicole Fenstead, and I run a children's entertainment company called Princess Party Pals. We do birthday parties, special events, preschool, and as of late, now online enrichment. And I love your outfit today. We were just talking <laughs> about that before the podcast. How many outfits do you have? Ooh, glad you asked that, Kate. I have over 75 different costumes. Do you have a favorite? Mm, that's tough. You know, my very first one that I did was Cinderella. So that always has a soft spot in my heart. Um, but now I really enjoy more of the creative ones. Like we have a fun unicorn costume that I have. And um, I started out doing characters that were, you know, just from other TV shows and stuff. And now I love to create my own characters. That's what's fun for me. So I have park rangers and ladybugs and peacocks and stuff. So and who I, are you today? Today, I'm a puppy dog. Yeah, I love it. Did you have an event today? I did. So yeah. I had my online, and pro, online enrichment program where we have 23 kids that meet every Friday. And we do a, it's virtual on Zoom. So we do a story time. We do games. We do music, movement, all with a little bit of education underneath it. So I like to think it's like a V8. You just stuff mm -hmm. your veggies of education in there, but it's also really fun. Mm -hmm. And then you make it interactive. So we have a circle time at the end. So today everyone brought their dog, which was super fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm sure there's plenty of cute ones. That's, that must be awesome. Yeah. That, that must be a great fun. job to have is you get to see so many and then the kids get to join in and... Uh, how much are the parents involved in this? Do they, now, now that it's over FaceTime, right? Do they, do they kind of watch as well and, and kind of interact and, and help? A little bit, it? but now we've been doing it for about eight weeks. So I think it's even a little bit of a respite for parents that need to run some errands or get some laundry done or get on a meeting themselves. So, you know, they, they are involved a little bit, but they can mm -hmm. kind of, kind of let kids go as well. Yeah. And so when I was learning more about you, when you sent over those videos in the beginning, before we even jumped on this podcast here, um, you kind of have a really interesting background. Can you go into it a little bit more? It looks like you've traveled a little bit. We're in theater and, and uh, musicals. and Yeah. So my background is theater. Mm -hmm. I have a BA in theater from uh, Minnesota State University, Moorhead, grew up in Fargo, and then eventually moved to New York to do theater. I wanted to do theater full time and um, was able to get some awesome gigs traveling. I did a European tour of the musical Greece, went to South America, worked on cruise ships, worked nationally around the U.S. doing different shows. And then in 2005, I was actually in a fire in New York. And it was a little bit of a nudge, I felt like, to make a change in my life. But whole place was condemned, lost mm -hmm. my apartment, basically lost everything and had to start over. I lived in a hotel for about a month. And then eventually I got a call from a cruise ship that said, Hey, do you want to go to Hawaii for three months and do, uh, and be a singer, <laughs> singer and dancer. And this was January of 2005. And it felt mm. like, Oh, which yes, cruise ship here. That one was Norwegian cruise lines. Awesome. 
Yeah. So I got to spend three months in Hawaii and it was just a great time to really reflect on my life and figure out what I wanted to do. Always knew I didn't want to live in New York forever. Knew it had mm -hmm. a shelf life for me um, and just decided this was the time for me to make the move when I got off the ship. And I grabbed the two suitcases that were left from the fire and moved back back to Fargo for a little while till I figured out what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Knew in the back of my mind, I always wanted to live in Minneapolis because of the great theater here. Mm. So eventually moved to Minneapolis in 2006 and got involved with a couple theaters right away, Chanhassen Dinner Theater and um, the Ordway and did theater for about five years. But it was that first summer that I, I moved back that I was in between shows and I was walking down a Kmart aisle. And I remember it was a toy aisle and it was all discounted Cinderella costumes that they had oh. on sale. And it was like a light bulb went off and I just said, you know what? I'm going to start a princess party business. And I was inspired when I saw that. Well, flashback to about 1998, I did a South American tour of the musical Greece and I met a girl on there whose mom ran a princess party business in Washington, DC. And oh. she invited us to come down to do princess parties. So that memory was tucked away for years and years and years. And it was walking down that toy aisle wow. that it came back to me. And I was like, clear as day, I'm going to start a princess party business. I knew what I was going to call it. And I just bought some generic costume online and started practicing on my friends and cousins, kids and all that stuff. And then do what they said, faked it till I made it. That is, that's an amazing story. So it sounds like, what did you start with in the beginning? Just a few characters and then kind of grew on as people yeah. said, oh, can you it, do this? Can you do that? Exactly. So I had Cinderella mm. and then I had a, um, just an awesome person that started out, um, a hairstylist or a, actually a salon owner that said, hey, could you also do Snow White um, for my kid's birthday party? And I was like, sure. Yeah. I just say yes to everything. And and so he's like, here, I'll, I'll give you some extra money because he knew I was starting out. So he helped me buy my second costume. And then it was just upon request, like, oh, do you do, you know, the Little Mermaid? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then, yeah. oh, my gosh, who can make me a, a Little Mermaid costume? Just yeah. figure it out later. And is there a lot, uh, is there businesses similar to yours in, in your location or? Yeah, there no. are. There are some yeah. other entertainment companies. Um, some that are more specialized that just do princesses. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of variety. So mm -hmm. I do anything from princesses to superheroes to like, like I said, characters that I create and make up on my own, which mm -hmm. is part of my preschool program that I run right now as well. So, um, yeah, I just, I love, I think it's part of being an actor. I love making up new characters and getting new costumes. And I didn't realize how much I love to teach. And there's mm -hmm. so much teaching that goes along with this. So mm -hmm. when I was a little girl, I wanted to be, um, an actress or I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher oh. and like it's very cool that I've somehow been able to merge both of those into one business it definitely sounds that way and now that of course we roll into COVID again you've you've adapted quite well I love I love the FaceTiming when you told me that I said that is genius because there is a place near me that also does what you do yeah. but I don't know if they're doing FaceTime and and it's just kind of like you know I think I think they're saying book in advance for the spring but they I don't think they adapted the way you did and I mean I looked at your YouTube channel you're you're a great speaker you have the energy as soon as we came on I was like wow it's a 
I, like, I just felt happy, you know? So you, you bring everything <laughs> into the package where I was like, oh, wow, that's a really nice surprise. It was refreshing. So I, I, how, how did you kind of adapt? Did someone ask for a FaceTime in the beginning or did you, did a family member recommend it, you know, recommend it? Or were you just like, I'm just going to do it. Popped into my head. I'm going to do it. No, it was actually from BNI Kate. Oh, that really? I had one of my BNI's members that we were all kind of help each other brainstorm because I was completely shut down. So mm. all events that I had, March, April, people just canceled, wanted refunds. And I remember Aaron was his name. And he said, gosh, my girls, have you ever thought about just like FaceTiming with a, a princess? My girls would love a call with Cinderella mm. or whomever. And it, you know, that's the power of synergy, right? From those mm-hmm. networking groups where you can, I love that about BNI. So I, I was just kind of took off from there and I, I created like a little snapshot video of uh, let's FaceTime, let's FaceTime, let's FaceTime as different princesses. And then I set a different day for one princess. So it wasn't changing like every mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Monday was certain princess, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And for about two months, I would do like 40 a week. Like it was busy. It was great. And the best part is that it could be national. So I'd have people calling from Tennessee and calling from California and New York all over. So it was really cool to be able to expand my, my range of things that I could do and people. And how did you end up reaching people in different States? Just for the marketing through word of mouth, through people knowing you down there, Facebook shares, I would say social media. Yeah. Thank goodness for that free social media. Cause that has helped me when people share posts and stuff and that goes to their sphere and they mm-hmm. have people all over. So I think that's what helped a lot that's of it. Awesome. Cause I then could tell people here about you and say, you are people doing this and they're yeah. not. And that's why I love it. And it's a very unique business. And I love people who adapt and I love people who bring a different kind of angle to it. And you definitely did. And, and I think that this is once kind of COVID maybe settles down, is it still something that it sounds like is of course, now you can bring it on yeah. for other states. Now now it's kind of opened sure. up, I guess, more floodgates, I'd say, for you. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that uh, I think that's really good. And then is there anything that, you know, you've kind of learned in the process maybe about, you know, your, your clientele during, during this kind of COVID period? You know, anything that you've kind of picked up or found that, you know, certain needs or certain um, kind of advantages maybe that you have that, you know, again, the way that you adapt or the way that you're able to quickly, you know, pinpoint different days. Is there anything else that, you know, you found kind of learned about your yourself and your, and your business during, during COVID? Well, kids need normalcy yes. for sure. And to be able to offer a little bit of magic mm-hmm. to them in a time that's so unknown in a time that's tumultuous for parents. I mean, kids pick up on that energy as well. So to mm. be able to give like a 10 or 15 minute call to someone whether it's their birthday or not, it's still just like a little pick me up and it makes kids feel more normal. I'm Mm -hmm. like, they still can have a little bit of magic in their life and that we need that no matter what. And so to be able to pivot and find ways to do that has been my challenge. And it's been like the greatest thing I've discovered as well. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's really great. I I love that. And so you have a YouTube channel. People can check that out. Is that yeah. kind of updated on a regular basis or is it the kind of the best place for people to reach you your website or phone number or email yeah. what's what's the best way for people to get in contact i would say check out facebook princess mm-hmm. party pals um and you can also reach me at princesspartypals.com instagram princess party pals as well so i love that yeah, love that. yeah. 
I love it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you jumping on. Is there any other uh, quotes or maybe uh, uh, recommendations or tips that you have for everyone? Yeah. I would say no matter what, continue to make memories, mm. go back to the basics and get creative. So put a puzzle together with your kids, mm-hmm. have a baking night, have a theme night. I've seen some fun things that people have done, especially during quarantine where, oh, let's have a Harry Potter night where they will make, you know, Harry Potter meal and they'll get kind of fun and dressed up and then they'll watch a movie together. So just taking advantage of the time, especially the time together to do something that's creative and that makes mm. a memory. I, that is very important. I've seen actually other people do uh, like uh, pub crawls inside of their homes, like have different rooms inside of it. Be like the, you know, the piano room is like, uh, you know, your jazz club where you're yeah. having like your, like your wine and cheese. And then the basement is like, you know, beer pong or something that dad holds. And then yeah. you know, there's a different room where, you know, the daughter has like a margarita night or something. And it's really funny how people have been really during COVID really brought the magic, you know, around their home and around their family and have really changed a lot of things. It's really cool. So it's funny how social media brings us all together. And I hope that, you know, this is, this has been really helpful for me and I love seeing people adapt. So I appreciate you being on today. Thanks, Kate. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. 